What you're about to listen to is the highlights of Dan's Christmas mixtape 2011. We've had to edit out the music because of the law, but the podcast features myself, Dan from Flat29, hello, uh, my brother Tristan Pate, who you may remember from Chapter 34 on Literature, and a small guest appearance from uh, Flat29's own Rich Green. Very, very small. Here's the podcast. I'll see you at the end. Bye! Hello, you are listening to Dan's Christmas Mixtape 2011. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in live or listening on the podcast, if you are listening in that way. Um, I did this last year as well. It's a kind of... <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> a bit of the Christmas cough coming through. Shout out to everyone who's Christmas ill. I've been illing a little bit, which sucks. Um... But yeah, I did this last year because I'm a massive fan of Christmas music. I like listening to uh, a wide variety of Christmas hits. And I'm not just talking about your Slade, your McCartney, although, come on, we can have a little bit of McCartney. I like listening to uh, a wide variety of quite obscure, weird Christmas songs. And I like to enforce that upon everyone else. And for the last sort of oh, long time now, I've always made a CD of uh, obscure Christmas classics to bring home to confuse the family with over Christmas time. And I'm not content with just confusing my immediate relatives. I also want to confuse all of you as well. And so what I did last year was put together a little bit of a Christmas mixtape, playing some Christmas tunes. And that's what I'm doing again this year. This year, you also have the added advantage. I'm streaming this year, which means you can see a pixelated version of my face as I'm talking. It's a bit like I'm on Crime Watch or something, committing uh, crimes against Christmas hits. So uh, please do have a look on that if you are there. And um, if you're listening in, then write to me. It's very lonely. At the moment, I'm in my mum's uh, house back in the, uh, the, the, the family home, and I'm just in her office at the moment. So it would be great to hear from you as we are listening to some Christmas classics. Just tweet me on at Flat29, or I think on YouTube there's, on YouTube there's like a chat window. I haven't probably uh, investigated yet, but I think there is. But certainly tweet me at Flat29 and uh, we'll get some uh, Christmas correspondence going on. It is currently Boxing Day. You know that if you're listening live. Uh, happy Boxing Day to you. Uh, so I'd like to hear all about all your Christmases and we're going to hear from Rich and Charlie, hopefully, and we're certainly, hopefully, uh, going to hear from my brother, who's due any minute now. Whether he's going to come, we'll see. Who We'll never know, but he might turn up. But we will start off with a uh, song from a Christmas CD that I discovered this year, which I've been enjoying a lot, and it's called Merry Mixmas, Christmas Classics Remixed. This is a PSAP remix. I think that's how you say them, P-S-A-P-P, PSAP. They do a good song called Hi, check them out. But this is uh, their remix of a song called I've Got Love to Keep Me Warm by Les Brown and his band of renown. Listen to this and uh, get keeping that Christmas spirit. I know Christmas is finished now, but you're still in the zone. You can still enjoy the Christmassy uh, rhythms. Here we go.
There we go. That was I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm by Les Brown and his band of renown. I wonder if they chose that name because it rhymes. I really hope so, because it is a uh, cool name. Um, and that was from the Merry Mixmas album, which I definitely recommend uh, checking out. If you've got Spotify, if you Spotify, then all of these things are available on Spotify. That's where I got them from. So, you know, get them, get them from there, man. Spotify up. Uh, some of you might know that in my day job, when I'm not flat 29ing, I'm uh, a secondary school teacher. And I, with my form group this year, have been subjecting them to a lot of uh, Christmas hits through my use of a kind of PowerPoint uh, Christmas advent calendar. Any uh, teacher or any perhaps person who works in, in a sort of office presentational capacity will love PowerPoint, man. How can you not love PowerPoint? Transitions, animations, it's got it all. <laughs> Get on down to PowerPoint. But um, so I made a, a PowerPoint uh, advent calendar for my class. And every morning we would come in and uh, open a virtual window and inside would be a video to a Christmas song. And a lot of the ones I play today are going to be from uh, that and yeah it was it was good fun they were quite perplexed at some uh songs they weren't quite so into some of the maybe more classic funk and soul christmas songs they got a little bit more into the uh into the perhaps um uh rocky or more rap uh christmas songs you know what the kids like rock and raps they love a rap and uh so so they got a little bit more into this but they they were most perplexed i think by uh some of the reggae christmas tracks that i played it's a obviously you know reggae which probably started becoming popular in the 60s or 70s still haven't reached the uh deepest darkest uh north somerset so they didn't quite understand some of these sounds but um one album i've been enjoying this year is one called children's reggae christmas because uh, a reggae Christmas is fun for everyone, particularly children. And I'm going to play a song now, uh, which is by Culture, and it is a version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which I hope you will enjoy. Um, after that, we're going to hear from Rich. I'm going to try and push the technology and give Rich a call and see if we can uh, hear from him. For now, though, this is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Dixon Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall The most famous reindeer of all Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw history You'll go down in history down in history. You go down in history. You go down that was culture with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, popular classic. Um, we've hopefully this is working. Hopefully this is all sorted now. I've not heard anything to say that it isn't working. So you know we're pretty satisfied with the technology so far. Let's push this even further by trying to get Rich in on the phone. I'm going to try calling him now, and this is going to be a complete experiment into the wonder of technology. Let's see whether this is 2011 and we can do this sort of thing or not. Here we go. Hopefully we should start to hear perhaps some kind of ringing, perhaps. I mean, I can't, so that bodes well, doesn't it? I wonder if Rich can. Hello. Hello, Rich. Are you there? I am, Dan. Sweet. Can you say something? I am here. Say something for me really loudly right now. 
Well, I can't hear you, Dan. Oh, okay. I think I can hear you now. I think I think you're going through. I can't hear you, Dan. I think Santa's messing with Skype. Can you not hear me? Because I can hear you. Oh. Oh, wicked. I can hear you now. Right. This is going to be a great chat. I can tell already. Already, this is the Oh, I can hear you briefly. Right. And then you, you cut out. <laughs> I'll, I'll try it's and keep it to short, sharp questions, shall I? Oh, my goodness. This is going to be bloody amazing. Rich, how was your Christmas? Yo, Rich! Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. That was fun, wasn't it? Didn't quite work out. So why don't we try that again in a minute? Um, I'll play another song and let's have another go at getting Rich back in because we had him for a second there. I heard him. Hopefully you guys heard him as well. But then he disappeared like the rude Christmas man he is. So while we are waiting for Tristan to come, uh, for for, for uh, Rich to come back, I've just heard Tristan coming as well. So we'll, we'll get some more people on in a second. But while we're doing that, let's have some... Uh, Emmy the Great, and I'm going to play a couple of that, I think, at the moment. This is Emmy the Great and Tim Wheeler have done a Christmas album this year, which is excellent. This is, uh, which one shall I play? I think I'm going to go for Zombie Christmas, which is an excellent and terrifying Christmas classic. That was Emmy the Great with Zombie Christmas. I am joined now by my brother, and you might know him from chapter 34, I think, on literature. It's Tristan Pate. Hello, Tristan. Hello. Nice to be here. Let's, uh, can you just talk a little bit into the microphone? I'm going to do yeah. a live sound check for you. One, two, two, one. Cool. Hopefully we're all good there. Um, Tristan, mm. how are you doing? Have you had a good Christmas? I've had a lovely Christmas, yeah. It's my first Christmas with a young baby, so very exciting. Yeah. Got loads of baby stuff. I don't know how we're going to fit it back in our house. What kind of volume, if you melted it all down, of plastic mm. do you think you now own? <laughs> I think we could f- fill a swimming pool with plastic. Probably. Do you plan to do that? Uh, maybe, if, <laughs> maybe when she's older, <laughs> because I don't think we're going to have any more children. When she grows out of them, we <laughs> ritualistically <laughs> melt all her baby toys. Instead of giving them to, you know, charities or less fortunate families, we'll melt them all down. <laughs> melt them all down and put them in a swimming pool. Put them pool. in a swimming pool. Right. And then, of course, we won't be able to use our, our swimming pool. Well, you'd have to keep the swimming pool very hot to keep it liquid, and then no one could yeah. realistically uh, swim in it, except perhaps some kind of, uh... Stone Golem. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Christmas Golem chat. Excellent. Um, I was just going to say about Tim Wheeler and, um, I mean, they're great. That's another brilliant um, girlfriend, boyfriend kind of you know collective what are you who's you who are your favorite sort of girlfriend boyfriend bands so they're definitely together are they they're mm, i'm told that's a shame that both of them are off the market i know they're both, both attractive aren't they dudes yeah. um girlfriend boyfriend combination oh that's a tricky one why who's your go-to well sunny and Cher are very much the go-to aren't they what about uh lennon and oh no oh my goodness <laughs> Let's said about that. Give some love to Lennon and Ono. <laughs> it's very <laughs> well. That's the thing. I think with Emmy the Great and um, 
Uh, and I, I don't know if he'll take her name and become Tim the Great. I don't know. He's a modern man. He yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, be nice. You'd go for that over Wheeler. But I think they've got. They, they're both talented. Sometimes, like you use the Lennon Ono example, you know, there's a disparity in the levels of talent, and it's mm. you know because they're sort of in a relationship, a bit awkward tricky isn't it mm. how do you tell Ono to shut up John <laughs> she won't be silenced seat? she won't be silenced she literally won't right. <laughs> I'd like to see a combination between Joanna Newsom. Mm. do you know who her celebrity boyfriend is no I don't actually. so Joanna Newsom, if you don't know is a um, harp player she's a very lovely uh, folky cutesy harp player her celebrity boyfriend is Andy Samberg from the Lonely Island oh goodness me he's it. not good enough for her he's not is he no one is though are they no he's not but he's got like that's a weird combo though isn't yeah, it he's I... got like a rubber <laughs> face and curly hair. Yes, yeah. Come on. I mean, he's special in his own way, but it's a weird, that's a weird combination. I'm surprised. What sort of music do you think they'd make? Oh, terrible music. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be completely at odds with each other. Would not like to see that happen. (laughs) Well, he strayed very quickly into the area of uh, obscure music. I'm sure people are enjoying that very much. Um, Which is appropriate because of what we're doing today, which is talking about... uh, Christmas tunes. I don't know, mm. to my mind, whether any of the people we've talked about have had Christmas songs, apart from John and Yoko, obviously. War is over. War is over. Sure. They're hugely patronising, <laughs> pompous, pretentious Christmas anthem. Hey, there's nothing like a bit of pretension on Christmas. Yeah, of course not. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about our Christmases uh, in the next link, I think. Well, maybe we're going to try and get back onto Rich later on, but that was an absolute uh, disaster. So we'll see whether that happens or not. For now... We're going to play uh, Stone Sold Christmas, which is uh, a classic from the kind of 70s funk era of Christmas time. And uh, chill out with this one. <laughs> Back in the olden days when Christmas was just 70s funk, you sort of referred to it as an era. <laughs> the Christmas <laughs> funk era. Yeah, man, Christmas in the 70s was some funky shit. Yeah, BCF, before Christmas funk. That's yeah. the time that we referred to before that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here is Stone Sold Christmas. Yeah, Stone Sold Christmas. <laughs> oh, <starting> <laughs> <laughs> hey Sharon, nice to see you. What's going on here? What's that party for? Man, what's the matter with you? Don't you know it's Christmas? Hey, that was uh, Stone Soul Christmas by Binky Grippet and the DKs. You know them, right? Oh, yeah, Dawn and Kindersley. DK, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Or Donkey Kong. They uh, make, what do they make again? Adorable books. Yeah, sort of educational kind of books, audio books. Yeah, there you go then. Also, they have a Stone Soul Christmas, whatever that might mean. Mm. 
<laughs> just ponder on that for a second yeah um so this year we've had a bit of a uh, an unusual christmas usually in our family we have a a christmas where we have quite a big family and we all get together and uh and and do the whole uh prezies and the hanging around on christmas day there's a lot of hanging around in the kind of christmas limbo between meals all that sort of <laughs> christmas purgatory christmas purgatory but uh this year what with all the new babies and things people were all over the place weren't they so whereabouts did you spend the bulk of the day Oh, goodness me. Just, just turn that off. There's me dad. Uh, <laughs> sorry, dad. <laughs> we're, go, we're going to see our dad uh, tomorrow, incidentally. Weird. But um, no, I spent a, a lot of it at the in-laws. I mean, I was here for Christmas breakfast and then we went over to the in-laws. Mm. I was thinking it's interesting how you have... Um, every family has their own different ways of doing Christmas and we've got some very specific ones, like, for example, although I don't think we did it this year, which is a shame. What's that? Uh, the calling up the, the fire to Father Christmas. Yeah, that's always been a tradition. What happened with that? It? It's always been a tradition. We didn't do it. We, we didn't went to do the pub. it. <laughs> oh yeah, I think Dan ruined that. Ruined Dan, Christmas. Dan's ruined that because I mean, obviously we're all a bit older now, and uh, I mean with the new babies and all that, I'm sure that all's coming. But so you have, you know, your different. Uh, like for example, here we have uh, tree presents, presents from the tree. Yeah, probably not many people do this. Um, what's it's a good thing to do if you're stuck for having presents on Christmas Day on in that Christmas purgatory period after you've done all the stuff in the morning. Because I don't, I'm not for the people who wait all day and have the presents at the end of the day. Yeah, but also we're not for the people that wake up in the morning and open everything on their yeah. own in their bedroom before they see anyone. Exactly, you've got a. Space them out. Space out your presents. Space out your presents. Stockings, first thing. Yeah. Think, uh, main presents after breakfast, but then at the end of the day, when you're just in that Christmas slump... And you're, you're thinking, oh, man, I haven't had a present for an hour. You've got consumer sadness. Exactly. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so you need something there. So we do, at tea time, a present on the tree, or tree presents. Yes, and then we do presents for the maids and the help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, we do tree presents from the tree, which I remember my little brother being very, very upset about when he found out... I think he was already aware of the Santa Claus myth. Yeah. But, hey, watch it. Or, you know, alleged Santa yeah. Claus myth. But um, I think <laughs> the, the last thing that he found out was that they weren't actually from the tree. Like, purchased, wrapped, yeah. presented <laughs> by the tree. And he was genuinely really upset about it. I'd love to know what been happened in his brain there, that the tree, you know, sprouted arms and legs and went out to the shops. Yeah, well, you could, I mean, he ordered most of them online, I think. But even that is impressive. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't with it? With his where, tree where does a tree go shopping? Yeah, <laughs> if a tree goes shopping in the woods and no one's around... <laughs> um, buy anything at all. Yeah, where do they deliver it to? Yeah, the exactly. woods is very vague. It's a vague address. <laughs> but at my girlfriend's house, they have table presents i mean so it's good to see the tradition of receiving presents from from an inanimate object yeah, yeah that's good. I mean, it's a noble tradition it's a sort the... of cold sort of passionless objects well in many ways that's the kind of the continuation of our one our one's yeah. at least given from something which was alive very recently <laughs> a tree a tree wasn't long ago in the forest yeah. a table is like was a tree probably about you know yeah. 15 20 years ago exactly it's from a rotting corpse <laughs> Yeah, like like the zombie Christmas. Exactly. Tim the Great and Emmy the Great was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So then there's, there's table presents, and um, but they the way they do it is they're ta but they're very open about the fact that yeah it's from the table, but 
they, they all have to buy each other them anyway and just put them on the table. Right. And they only have them sort of minutes after they've had all their main presents anyway. I, ki- I, I kicked off. That's <laughs> I absolutely Space kicked it off. Out. Space it out, guys. Peak too soon. I know. It was just, yeah, we were all gluttons <sighs> for yeah. consumerism. Just putting it on a table doesn't make it different. <laughs> <laughs> no, not requisitely different enough. Yeah. Unless they were all, you know table kind of paraphernalia like doilies oh, that's good um but they weren't they no no oh, that's okay. the only table paraphernalia i can think <laughs> of doilies think of coasters uh, uh interchangeable legs yeah you get tables <laughs> with interchangeable legs oh, yeah, yeah yeah extenders you know yeah. You get, yeah if you want to eat something really high up yeah <laughs> great <laughs> so that was a huge disparity in tradition and i just i wouldn't stand for it no no and it's always a shock when you go outside of your christmas comfort zone and have to deal with uh, different people's Christmas traditions because everyone does mm. even though you know let's be honest we're in a kind of Christmas centric society where everyone does basically the same thing still these tiny little differences yeah. cause upset mm. outrage offence oh King's Queen's Speech was on yeah, Queen's yeah. Did you watch the Queen's Speech? Uh, it was on. I don't think I heard a lot of it, but it was on. The fact that it was on, yeah. we wouldn't have that in our household. No, we don't common. Do the Queen. Common. <laughs> so common. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Mum. Yeah, <laughs> You're not no. welcome here. You're not part of it. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. Well, um, if you, uh, those of you listening live, I know that there's a couple of you out there. It's Boxing Day, so we've asked a lot of you. A lot of you are doing family stuff instead of listening to radio on the internet. Where's your loyalty? What's your problem? Yeah, I but, think uh, we can actually see exactly how many of the last jacket. <laughs> there, there are three of you. So, so, so maybe that's the Holy Trinity. Oh, Father, pro- the Son. Holy Spirit. It probably is, and I love you guys. So please write in and forgive us. Uh, Yeah, to give us some sort of interaction. (laughs) This reminds me of a time many years ago when me and Dan had our first forays into pirate radio, and you could quite often see at one point, maybe you'd have two or three, did trickle down to zero quite often, (laughs) and you'd think... Is there any point? Is there any point in going, shall I, is this the time for me to unleash my sort of racist stand-up set? My controversial views on the road. To an audience of zero. It wasn't even just before podcasts. They as were well. amazing times back in, this is me and Tristan used to do garage DJing over, mm. the, over the internet pirate radio. And, and look how we've come on now. <laughs> talking now we're to, in an office. In an office. A talking bureau. Talking to three people. But they are... The Holy Trinity, so... Yeah. Know, yeah. They, they don't like garage, so. <laughs> But really, you're generally talking to them all the time, aren't they? Because they're omnipresent. <laughs> what, what's, what do you think God gets for, for Christmas? I reckon you'd get omnipresents. <laughs> 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 and cue a song. Oh, I haven't got one keyed up. What would you like to hear? <laughs> Come on, we're not going to get a better All right, well, in the spirit that. of um, religious uh, outside of Christmas, let's hear Devo with Merry Something to You, which is a more... Uh, all encapsulating uh, every faith and thing captured in this song, and also a funky beat. Merry Here time, merry something to you. Happy Holidays! That was short. That was a diva 
very something to you. Now we're going to try one more time at getting Rich on the air, um, and if that doesn't work, then we'll give up on him. But uh, let's try one more time. Uh, let's press call, and we'll be calling Rich Green. You're listening to uh, Dan's Christmas mixtape with me, Dan from Flat Twenty Nine, Tristan Pate, uh, my brother. And hopefully, Rich Green, mm, the Duke of Somerset. Happy holidays! Yay! There he is. Can you hear us this time, Rich? Hello. Oh, oh God! No. <laughs> Let's just see what he comes up with with no without us talking to him. Um, still come up with some pretty good Rich, stuff. just say something. Oh, it's gone offline. I love Tristan. He's my favourite. Hate. Man, favorite Pate, <laughs> and Christmas is fun. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the best, isn't it? <laughs> what an amazing guest! I think what we can all agree on that. Are we still going? <laughs> anyway, Rich, lovely to hear from you. I, Bye. I think, I think it's best if I just do a monologue, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Do a monologue, do a quick Christmas monologue to be. <laughs> oh, he's, he's decided to be, and and he's gone okay <laughs> well that was nice then we heard we heard rich singing a little bit of that song um so we've done all the christmas presents now obviously and everything's received them did you have any um reactions to presents that you've bought were there any presents you bought someone you weren't quite sure about but uh or any odd reactions to something which you thought would be a killer gift because buying presents is uh you have some people who it's really easy to buy presents for but sometimes it can be very difficult do you experience that at all well i suppose i had this year it was re- really exciting that my little brother was the most excited to give me the present that he'd got for me which is very sweet it's very sweet because he's a young chap and yeah. generally christmas when you're younger is all about what you're gonna get isn't it but he yeah. was really excited he got me an amazing sergeant pepper mill which was a uh like a sort of pepper grinder um Aww. sort of sergeant pepper nothing bonds a family like novelty kitchen work. no not at all <laughs> so i can put it next to the you can't fake a cake on a make apron there you go available um, from the flat 29 store yeah um but i find sometimes you have you know maybe peripheral relatives uh like we have a uh, a step grandparent i guess uh-huh. who uh really likes licorice that's the one <laughs> thing about him that we know yeah. <laughs> and so when it comes to buying a present you're gonna go with licorice but do you ever sometimes feel this is just re- year on year repeats oh he loves it though he does love licorice he <laughs> absolutely <laughs> loves it i think maybe we need to get more creative than the ways that in which we're presenting the licorice right Maybe. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, so, so let's have a brainstorming session. <laughs> let's, 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 Just chuck it in my lap right there. Well, the you can sort of wet, you know, it's sort of like they're kind of like confectionery pipe cleaners, aren't they? You can weave them into different. Mm, could we could make weave, some sort of a festive scene out of it? You could weave a jumper. Yeah, you could weave a jumper. A licorice jumper. I mean, it would be salty. A bra. A bra. I've seen that done with sweets before. I could see <laughs> that working. Nice. What about. Um, you could make a nativity scene um, yeah. where, but you know, in the true telling of the Bible, where everyone is, you know, black. Yeah, it's true. Isn't they it? probably were, weren't they? It's in the Middle East. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, or you could use um, Bertie Bassett from the Licorice All Sorts box as a little mm-hmm. baby Jesus. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could, baby <laughs> yeah. Bertie. Baby Bertie. I think that would work really well. <laughs> and then eat Jesus's head. Well, for next year. 
Yeah. For next year, maybe. Um, or what about Licorice's biggest rivals on the scene? Aniseed incorporates some Aniseed. Are they rivals? I think so, yeah. I thought they were in the same team, the team <laughs> being horrible sweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in there with yeah, lockets and other things like that. Yeah. No, um, have you ever had proper Licorice, though? Hardcore. From a tree, like from yeah. a licorice tree. No, yeah. I haven't. <laughs> no, not from. Do they grow on trees? They grow in trees. To, or is that chewing gum? Chewing gum. It grows in the inside of trees. <laughs> it doesn't grow in trees, you know. <laughs> but it does. It does. Have, uh, yeah, I, I've, no. I don't know where I learned um, that. If you buy it on the continent in Europe, uh, I bought, uh, got some in Holland, and it's really salty. Hardcore man, they think this horrible sweet is too pleasant because <laughs> it's full of sugar, so they replace that with salt. Is that right? Yeah, hardcore. So, uh, have some of that, uh, <laughs> European listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, some people you can you can have some people who do you have anyone else who you have maybe one person, one thing about them that you know that you will go to to buy that for them? Well, I know, Dan, that you enjoy a novelty t-shirt, yeah, <laughs> which that's... is, where... <laughs> that's the main thing I get, if you know that's not true. Um, I got one this year, but I'm wearing it right now. Look at that. Why don't you say what I've got on my t-shirt? That's oh, great. Uh, it's bizarre. I can't even pronounce the name of the place. Allegheny Avenue, is that? We should say novelty t-shirt. Some people might be thinking, um, it's one of those ones. So it's not suck about. it with yeah. an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's my Christmas present. With an arrow pointing to it's my penis. Thing. Yeah. No, not like that. This is like, um, presents that, uh, t-shirts that were maybe made for like a, um, a school or social event. Generally, that, <laughs> that's what comic, I tend to go for. Comic Sans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, but, but this one, so this one's come from a, uh, a second annual parent and teacher volleyball game from 2007. It's got an adorable little picture on it saying go teachers go parents here i'm going to hold it up to the uh, pixelated webcam look at that you can see it looks like it's been drawn by a child much in the way that you design calendars or tea towels the way that i would draw yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's nice come down well there we go yeah yeah how about you have you got anyone else that you would get d- well sometimes present? i mean sometimes with people like our stepdad i will go to the novelty sports section of <laughs> yeah i've done that this year i've <laughs> done that this year yeah but i feel like I am always wary that I'm filling someone's house with shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what Christmas is. My house has been filled with shit this year, so <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I contributed to that. You've got a. We mentioned earlier, but Tristan's uh, a new father. He's got a five month old baby. We have. And that's a tricky, tricky little thing to buy for. Do you mind me calling her a tricky thing? <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> the baby know. market is a saturated market. Well, okay. It's a, it's no, a, how you struggled there. It's difficult to buy creatively for okay sure because um you know it's her first christmas which is very sweet are you saying she's got sort of a lack of personality (laughs) sort of traits i'm saying your baby isn't out there enough (laughs) she's not out there no she's quite a conventional baby she's a conformist mostly into milk and shitting so you got a problem with that? <laughs> Look, I'm down with that. I like both of those things. Okay, so, right. Go, know, branch out. Go on. Go Maybe on. by next Christmas uh, she'll, she'll be able to do that. Um, <laughs> but we should probably play some more songs. We're probably going to be just another kind of 15, 20 minutes or so of, of Christmas mixtape. So uh, please do message us in. Probably tweeting at Flat29 will be the best way to do it. Uh, and while we are waiting for those to pour in... <laughs> Let's have a listen to some Christmas tunes. Last year, do you know what? I Last year I prepared an amazing list of everything I was going to play. Didn't do that this year. I'm literally just browsing through my Spotify. But why don't we play? Oh, here we go. Um, we put out a new song. Did you know that? 
I didn't know that. I don't know what you've been doing for I so know. many months. We, sh- we should address that, haven't we? I can't believe the elephant in the room. Everyone's yeah. been going, why are you here talking about all this shit when you haven't done another <laughs> podcast for six months? Yeah, exactly. Are you um, splitting up? Are the rumours true? No, we're not splitting up. Oh. We love each other very much, and it's not your fault, all right? <laughs> so it feels like it's my fault. <laughs> not why am I the only one here? <laughs> we still love you. Okay. Um, we're not splitting up. We've been working on an album, and I know that that's the thing we've been saying the whole time and everyone's been thinking no you're not you're seeing other listeners <laughs> you're not seeing other listeners you're genuinely I'm a listener album. and you've been seeing me yeah I suppose so um, we've been doing an album and all the masters have come back it's been a long uh, we're very fussy they're the masters that you consulted to make the album like <laughs> senseis and we got the masters we sent them away <laughs> yeah Charlie went to meet Sting <laughs> it was like a shadowy group of sages they were all in like monk robes yeah. and we consulted them yeah. and uh, we sent them away to the mastering engineer we've got all the tracks back all the songs are done we're just doing the artwork and extras now there's going to be a bonus podcast on, on the album that's an exclusive oh, goodness. we've done a commentary there's a little video there's all sorts of exciting things so it's going to be with you hopefully within the next couple of weeks but we did just a couple of uh, days ago, Christmas Eve, we released another song called Footsteps on the Roof. I Back haven't heard it yet. Footsteps on the Roof. This is a song that Rich and Charlie did. Uh, they started doing it probably about four or five years ago. Wow. And have been tinkling with it every Christmas. And finally they're ready to release it out into the world. It's like, is... it's like Axl Rose's album that he spent ten years doing and it's really disappointing. Well, High hopes, though. <laughs> High hopes. See what you think of this. This is Footsteps on the Roof by Flat 29. I hear footsteps on the roof And now at last there's proof That Santa Claus is real My mum and dad always said That if I wasn't in my bed He wouldn't bring me presents I know that I've been good this year But still I live in fear That he will bring me cold So I've left him out mince pies It's a snack fit for Skies, and there's a sugar lump for Rudolph. It's snowing outside, but look under the There's lots of presents for me There's a turkey in the oven And a wreath upon the door The Easter Bunny is a good old friend But it's Christmas I adore We wake up early Christmas Day Run down the stairs without delay And sure enough my stocking's bulging Open each gift one by one And when the stocking's done A delicious smell surrounds me Mum's been slaving at the stove It's a veritable treasure trove 
Uh, flat 29 with footsteps on the roof hey if you'd like to get that song to have and to hold for this day and for all of time is that what they, is that what they say in marriage yeah, to have and this day until the end of time. <laughs> uh, then you can go to flat29.com, and then if you click on the music section, you will get to our page where you can buy CDs, and you can buy that one for naught pounds. Oh, excellent! It's a free download, so go and get a copy. Of that it also comes with a lovely ambient remix. If you're having an ambient Christmas, yeah. <laughs> do you really do you like to have an ambient Christmas. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I might have an ambient um, Boxing Day. Yeah, so that's <laughs> That's all come down from Christmas. Exactly. So that's that's there and available for you to uh, check out. Um, oh, wait, was that Charlie on there, or was that Michael Bublé? <laughs> Guest appearance. Draft. When, do, when does Charlie's crooning Chris, Christmas album come out? I know he needs to do one, doesn't he? Charlie loves to be a crooner yeah. he, his idea his, his idol is Bing Crosby that's who he wants to be amazing and maybe one day he will uh, <laughs> I don't think you can substantiate that that's something you just said well, flippantly through the future you never know what's going to happen with technology well, I won't I certainly corpses. I won't <laughs> I won't rule it out alright but <laughs> let's move on were I to calculate the odds <laughs> let's move on let's move on um, now we were going to talk about uh, something to do with Christmas gifts Remind me what that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about sort of strange uh, gifts you've got. Um, we were talk- We were sort of continuing our conversation during the last song about presents where you know one thing about the person. And we yeah. were saying, you know, when people buy you sort of deodorant or mm. body scrub, <laughs> <laughs> like a sort of manly body scrub yeah. with manly shards of, yeah. you know, promising to rub on yourself it's like the only feet they don't even know any personality traits the only one information they never is that you're male <laughs> that's literally all they have it's interesting to receive those presents because you, yeah. they're very revealing to yeah. find out what that one pin for face of information you know is i got for my birthday from mm. someone like you know sometimes you get vouchers and stuff and mm. often like for me i'll get things like amazon and uh and maybe itunes vouchers yeah, which are quite I, broad which is good because i like media 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sure. like buying media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fine. I do. I love media. Um, but I got one present, which was a ten pound W. H. Smith voucher. Oh, what does that say about you? What does that person? What's the one thing that person knows about me then? <laughs> but W. H. Smith is a sort of kind of irrelevant shop these days, though, isn't no. it? What do they sell in there anymore? Really, magazines, lots of magazines. They sell uh, books about tragic life stories. <laughs> That's what they think you want. Yeah. I think yeah. you want Peter Kay's seventh uh, edition of his autobiography. Yeah, probably. they sell uh, autobiographies of comedians in hardback for like twenty quid. Yeah, my goodness. I was going to go in there and buy someone a Christmas present with it, uh, but and I was going to get like you know the James Gordon book or something, but they're oh. like twenty quid. Unbelievable. No, forget it, mate. I'll get it in a charity shop. So yeah, I don't know what. So they think I just like stationery, I guess. <laughs> well, there's something quite exciting about new stationery, though, isn't yeah, there? There is a scent of a new rubber. <laughs> oh gosh, an untouched, unsullied rubber. <laughs> a it's like rubber. a. It is. It's like a beach without any footprints on it. There's something beautiful about it. <laughs> new felt tips as well. Oh yeah, they're nice. The smell of a new felt yeah. tip. Yeah. Especially one which is uh, particularly toxic. Yeah. Spend Christmas Day getting high off. Yeah, listening to the ambient Flat 29 yeah. remix album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what what sort of gifts did you receive this year that maybe were a little bit on the on the uh, odd side, perhaps? Oh well, I suppose the standout one was that my um, the uh, my in-laws um, got as a uh, like a, a massive canvas. They've got specially printed onto the canvas a, a picture of the baby, which is a lovely present very charming although they <laughs> it's so excessive it's about it's over half half my height <laughs> it's massive it's so probably about four foot tall how how much like the baby it's like double the height of the baby <laughs> no it's just their face as well it's <laughs> wow. bigger than any face i've ever seen it's like a billboard it's almost like a sort of chairman mao style <laughs> if i put it up in our house i think people are gonna sort of you know assume it's some kind of bizarre communist state where <laughs> She's a sort of overlord. In a way, it kind of is. <laughs> she does. She dictates. She dictates a lot of what we do with our exactly. lives. She kind of rules the iron fist. Really, if she yeah. wants anything. She just has to make a fuss and be a bit sick, which I think is how uh, Kim Jong Il used to rule. <laughs> over, uh, used to rule over North or Korea. King Jong Two, as he was referred um, to over Christmas. Yeah. Time. We had we had a game, uh, a quiz, a Christmas quiz, which involved our stepdad uh, reading out the name of Kim Jong Il, and it's probably one of those blind spots where you've read the name and you've never heard it out loud, and he. <laughs> Kim Jong Two. Well, I don't understand how you could never have had it said said out loud. Like the sequel to the uh, popular Kim Jong. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Kim Jong Un, isn't it? He's the sequel. But it sort of feels like now we've got this massive. I don't know where to put it. But like where it won't freak me out, <laughs> freak us all out. I think you should put it <laughs> over the baby's bed. <laughs> I think that freak her out. Her kind of I think we're going to have to like you know those posters of dictators. I have to kind of put it up and then get some specially made uh, curtains made yeah. in front of it <laughs> to nice. just uh, yeah, and then we'll salute it every yeah. morning. And then if you Weird. do have another child, it can have a ceremonial overthrowing of the state and tearing <laughs> down the picture. <laughs> Because that's what every child likes to do metaphorically. Yeah. To try and, you know, g- get their place in the new family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this will be... By the time we have another child, if we do, like a few years down the line, there'll probably be a big golden statue of her in yeah. the garden by then anyway. That's so they can get rid of that, yeah. <laughs> well, we've only got probably about another... Ooh, eight or nine minutes left of the mixtape so you should probably have another bit of music since that's kind of meant to be the point so let's play another song and then we'll have some uh, wrapping up Christmas chat 
wrapping up yeah. like what you do with Christmas presents. <laughs> Pretty pleased with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's play. Let's play. Uh, ooh, what, g- give me a genre. Give me a genre of Christmas song you'd like to hear. Oh, um, rap. Um, I'm overriding it. I've decided <laughs> what I want. <laughs> I really feel that my presence <laughs> this record, I've come I came back specially for this I really feel my presence presence is really valued <laughs> I'm going to play a song that me and Rich have been really enjoying this year um, it is called Jamaican Noel and it is uh, it's totally a cappella okay and it's a, a kind of it's quite a, a sort of religious uh, Christmas uh, but it's really nice and it's, it's quite a bit reggae-ish it's um, look out for the best bit is the guy who has a really low voice check him out this is Jamaican Noel Tiny little baby, tiny little baby, tiny little baby born in Bethlehem. Tiny little baby, tiny little baby's a tiny little baby born in Bethlehem. Pull on the rope and let the church bell ring. Tiny little baby born in Bethlehem. Oh, hear the heavenly angels sing. Tiny little baby born in Bethlehem. Shout from the rooftop loud and clear. The Mary's little boy child now is a here. Tiny little baby. I just got a uh, tweet in from Rich James Green <laughs> at Rich James Green during that song simply saying tiny little baby. <laughs> it's really charming, isn't it? I like calling my baby a tiny baby. It lovely. uses the good Christmas dynamics there as well. What's that? There's a, isn't it? Come on, you faithful. You do a, you do a verse that's really quiet. Yeah. Like and that. then a verse that's really loud. <laughs> Cause it's about a tiny baby. Yeah. <laughs> but he's born in Bethlehem! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a couple of little bits of Christmas correspondence. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, to the great Luke Ski and uh, his lovely wife, Sarah Trice, who uh, tweeted in, say, uh, they're listening, and uh, happy Christmas to you guys. And a tweet in from listener Dan uh, Hinchcliffe, who just added, <laughs> added me in, which is a phrase that you can say now in the... Isn't that awful there. that you can say? It still sounds wrong to <laughs> say it out loud. To him simply saying, best present ever, and a picture of some Percy pig. But there aren't any Percy pigs in there. That's a shit bag. present. <laughs> yeah, I hope it was full. I hope you recycled it. Yeah, man. I like a Percy pig. They're good fun. Um, so what we are in now is the post-Christmas... Uh, Pre-New Year. Pre-New Year. And you just referred to it as uh, Richard Herring, the comedian, does as the perineum. <laughs> Which is, I think, the bit between the uh, bottom of the ball sack and the arsehole. <laughs> the arsehole of New Year and the balls of, of Christmas. <laughs> so we are in that point at the moment. And yeah. um, it's a difficult thing to fill up the time with. I mean, if you're working, then you've got to work. But we're slackers. We don't work. Mm, we, I, we never work. What do you like to do during that kind of period? I sort of fluctuate in and out of sort of despair. (laughs) I think that's the appropriate way to spend it. Yeah, especially because I don't really know what I'm doing next year yet, but I kind of, you know, 
there's no point trying to sort something out during the perineum of no, the year, is there? <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Then um, um, we should let people know Tristan is a um, is an actor and has just mm. finished a long tour. So, we, what have you got planned for the new year? I have n- literally nothing. But do you know what? It's quite nice. I'm going to spend a bit of time being a dad. I think yeah, being nice. a, being a Acting home dad. The role of dad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that will wow. be the second volume of my autobiography. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so I'm going to do that for a bit. But you know, also okay. lining up the next job and stuff like that. But there's nothing I can do. No one auditions over the perineum of the year, no, do they? It'd be insane. So what kind of? Uh, so we're, we're certainly not going to be doing anything constructive. Um, no. What sort of things do you reckon? Uh, what we used to do back in the good old days of childhood was mm. then you'd have that time to play with all your new toys. Mm. But you know, in the era of uh, Amazon vouchers, all I've got is media. <laughs> I don't know how to play with my media. <laughs> oh, you poor! I mean, like, I'm going to be honest. That's a first world sort of problem, that isn't it? I don't know how to play with effectively with my media. I can't construct my media using a set of instructions I and then play with it. Every Christmas, uh, you everyone should receive a present which can then be constructed, maybe on Christmas Day. So something like yeah. a bit of Lego, an Airfix model of mm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus with a working engine inside yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> he yeah. really heals lepers. <laughs> so that would be good. Um, yeah, something which you can do. Maybe like yeah. a big cube of uh, ice and a pick to make a sculpture. <laughs> an ice sculpture of Jesus. Yeah, an ice sculpture of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Any other kind of... Uh, what, what What would you like to construct on Christmas Day? I'd like to construct uh, a, a religion from sort of heresy and uh, hearsay. Right. Uh, told by four different people completely differently. And do you Could think you can that? get a pack for that? <laughs> um, like, you know how you can get those those little packs which are like, cross-stitch your own Christmas card, that kind of thing. You could get a start-your-own-religion pack. Yeah, there'd be lots of extensive research I think I yeah. don't think I could do it plus everything's kind of shut this time of year that might be difficult actually. well in the pack you get everything you need which is a slim pamphlet of the basic ground rules uh, two <laughs> stone tablets for you to make your own <laughs> commandments um, excellent <laughs> nice. a small little um, chisel yeah, little yeah. chisel. And a little chisel is a good Christmas gift for a man anyway. Yeah, isn't it? It just says, yeah. I know that you're a man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this well, we also got this year a, um, a demister for the car, <laughs> yeah. both of us did. <laughs> Which is, I mean, Dan's learned to drive this year, so, you know, fair shout. I've been driving for years. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, handy. Everyone needs a demister. So, New Year is approaching. Do you know what you're doing for New Year's Day yet? Uh, going to a party, I think. Nice. Yeah, yeah. quite low-key affair, though. Low-key. Low-key's going to be... Yeah, right. low-key. Bartleby From might be knocking yeah. around. <laughs> um, hopefully they, you know, well, they don't get on. Ooh. Hopefully they'll uh, respect, you know, the party. Yeah, <laughs> it was unlike him to be mischievous. <laughs> um, <laughs> Greek, yeah, Norse fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good thing to do. Like, have, is it a party at a friend's house? Yeah. Like Quite low key. I don't like to. Uh, one of the best, I'm um, very middle aged here, but one of the best New Year's I had was a couple of years ago when we just got a Chinese and watched uh, Wuthering Heights, Sweet. the Laurence Olivier version in which he plays a Yorkshireman, but a very upper class <laughs> Yorkshireman <laughs> who speaks. 
very much like this. Absolutely lovely. And it was a lovely, it was a charming New Year's Eve. So, oh, that sounds very nice. So, if you're boring, you can do that. Yeah. What are you doing? My one of my exciting Christmas Eves I had. I think it was about the age of. maybe 15 and so it was me with uh, a lot of my friends and we'd, we'd, we'd thought of sort of some things to do and, and we'd heard about this party that was going on in town uh, it's sort of a friend a friend of a friend a very peripheral friend so we were going to go down there and we all got together at my house to start off and uh, drunk some shitty beers sorry mum and um, and we started playing micro machines on the uh, <laughs> on the old mega drive <laughs> but that was still dated even when you were 15 oh, I yeah. think that was still a bit of retro irony at the time <laughs> We were pretty happy with ourselves and our lives, yeah. and we were playing a bit much change. And, and there was kind of, oh, we should get onto this party soon, and oh, maybe in a minute, maybe in a minute. And then suddenly we looked at our watch, and it was half past. 12 <laughs> and we didn't even notice <laughs> the stroke of new year because we were blinded <coughs> by, by micro machines on the mega drive oh my goodness pretty successful that, and you said year. that was a cooler alternative to what i just <laughs> suggested my so, goodness so if you would like to do either of those things that yeah. sounds like a night out in the university days at flat 29 when you go ah oh, let's all go out tonight dan would put on his velvet trousers <laughs> <laughs> we'd all sit around playing again playing retro video games then it would be like oh it's 12 it's half 12 now i mean uh, we could just go straight to shiraz we could go straight i mean that's the best bit that's that's the bit of the night we're all really looking forward to isn't it bars just go straight to the takeaway (laughs) exactly we were pretty cool my velvet trousers went down a (laughs) stone shut up Yeah, good times. Well, whatever you are doing at New Year, listener, I hope you have a... I like it that you're actually now referring to them in the singular, listener. (laughs) Probably (laughs) Probably is one. Probably only one of you. Um, But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed (coughs) our Christmas mixtape. We're going to wrap up now because we're going to a bit of a Christmas meal. Uh, The festivities continue and I hope yours do as well. Um, So I hope you've enjoyed our little bit of a Christmas mixtape. We're going to put this up as a uh, podcast. Probably the majority of you are listening to it as a podcast. But thank you for those of you who did listen live. You are awesome. And Dan, I'm going to push you for a date in a Jeremy Paxman style. <laughs> when is the date of your next podcast? Okay, right, here's the plan. When is the date of Let your next podcast? Let me break po- it down. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. The album's going to be out. When is the date of the next podcast? In the next podcast? couple of weeks is the album, okay? Mm. We're not very good at pinning that. I'd love to tell you. When is the date? <laughs> I need a date. <laughs> I'd love to tell you the release date is this date. When is the date I'm of the podcast? Oh. January the January the 20th? January the 20th? <laughs> 20th of January? I'm going to push you... 29th. What is it? 20, January the 29th. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Excellent interview technique there that for me. That was good. You pressured me. I really felt the pressure there. I don't know. So you can expose it on the, 20, on the 29th yes. is when it will be released yeah. on the internet. Oh Excellent. God. Because we've got... Uh, right. So here's the timeline. We've got, we, we're doing the album next couple of weeks and then we're going to start the new series of podcasts. It's going to be a little bit different. We've got some new ideas for the podcast. It's going to be a third volume of the Big Book of Everything. Oh, I don't it's like change. It's going to be, be like a changes. few changes. Oh, no. Shit it's getting uh, mixed up in here different change of leadership <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's all you know it's all going to be slightly different so uh, you can expect that towards the end of January and I suppose now we have confirmed uh, the 29th so hopefully we'll see you there you asshole for keeping me saying that <laughs> but, um, our bloody time our mum's just popped our head round the door which is the way that I think you know Terry Wogan used to finish his radio show. <laughs> 
mum pops and goes, oh, we've got to go now. So we've got to go now. But yeah. uh, thank you very much for listening. And we're going to finish with uh, a lovely New Year-related song. Before we play that, is there anything you'd like to say to the listener? Oh, happy time, listener. Just have a happy time. Have a happy time, whatever you're doing with your life. I hope it's wicked. This is See You Next Year by Emmy the Great and Tim Wheeler, which is so appropriate. And we will see you next year for more Flat 29 stuff. Jan 29th. Bye. Bye. Close your eyes until today becomes tomorrow. And the two of us are standing at the start of a new year. Still have had too much to drink. And we'll still be nowhere closer to knowing. What we're doing here But I'll see you tomorrow I'll see you next year